to all the ladies out there who are trying to give life to a dream. This podcast is for you. Because you know with every fiber of your being, you were never meant to play it small. You were created for something powerful, something beautiful that only you can give rise to. This is your host, January Donovan, and I'm going to show you a revolutionary way to rewire your brain so that you can reclaim your worth and rewrite a bolder story. The world needs you to go all in, lady. It is time to rebuild. Let's begin. Welcome, ladies. This is January Dive, your host, and today we are going to talk about the power of your thoughts. Massive topic in understanding the crisis of self-worth, okay? Because as women, we are actually not taught to think about what we're thinking. And so when we think about our current situation being the number one epidemic is depression and loneliness right underneath that in our 18 to 35. And the massive crisis of young women feeling as though they are not good enough. So in order to really fully understand this, we need to understand how our thought patterns are creating our life. Okay. So if nobody ever taught you that your thoughts can make you both healthy and sick, then I need you to pay close attention to the how and the why. Because a lot of times, especially when you might be in college or you're after college, you're working, or maybe you're a mom, there's not a lot of time that you've dedicated to pay attention to how your brain works. And chances are, you were actually not taught about how your brain works in school. You might have learned about it biologically in terms of how are the circuitries and the wirings, but not in context of how it actually affects you as a woman. So much of the robbery that's happening right now is that nobody's actually teaching us how. Nobody is giving us and helping us make the connections in order to create. Education, the purpose of education is really to connect the dots. It's for us to be able to actually, um, I would say, what's the best way to put it, would be to gather information so we could put all the puzzle pieces together And those puzzle pieces together is for us to be able to create something, okay? So when we learn algebra, when we learn science, when we learn how to write, we don't just learn it for the sake of learning. We learn it for the purpose of creating something, okay? So the whole idea is that we understand education's purpose is for actually creation. Otherwise, what good is learning a thousand SAT words and hours and hours of learning algebra to what avail. Okay. So the problem that we face is that we are pummeled with information that is useless. I'm going to say that again. We are pummeled with information that's useless. So you go to school and you have hours of homework, but they do not teach you how to think 
how to study your thoughts, how to dream, how to plan, how to create, how to make a decision, how your neuroconnective wirings work in your brain so that you can actually be resilient against all the negativity and create something in your frontal lobe, where, by the way, is a place for happiness. And it's also the place for you to create your frontal lobe, which means that when you're creating something beautiful with your life, you are actually happy. And guess where that all begins? Your thoughts. So our thoughts are so massively powerful that we need to start paying attention to women's thoughts. If we want to change the landscape of women's self-worth crisis today, we have to begin by the way she thinks. So let's begin. Number one, we have about 70 to 80,000 thoughts ruminating in our head every single day. That's a lot of thoughts. Okay, Your brain is tired at the end of the day. Now, science and research research has given us that 90% of those thoughts are actually thoughts of the past, which means that we are ruminating things that happened in the past. Now, what's your desire? What do you want in your life? You want to create a beautiful future. You want to have a vision of an abundant, happy, peaceful um a life of adventure where you are impacting the world because ultimately it's in your spiritual DNA to contribute value to the world and to connect with the people around you. That's how you and I are hardwired. That's why that's what is going to make us happy because it's in our spiritual DNA to bring light to the world and connect with the people around us. And those connections are opportunities for us to bring light. Now, what happens is that we want to create that bright, beautiful future. But we are constantly ruminating of thoughts in the past. If 90% of our thoughts are in the past, how do we then create the future that we want to create? So we have to understand what, um, I would say, we have to understand how our brains can then break patterns of thinking called near pathways so that we don't create the same things of the past in our future. Now, I'm sure you know, and if it's not you, somebody else, of people who are constantly talking about the past and constantly reliving what they don't have, the frustration about their friend, the ex-boyfriend, everything is about the past, but yet they want to create a different future. That's called insanity. Trying to create a different life with the same raw material, it doesn't work. Okay, so now we have to make the connection of our thoughts, our current thoughts that we're thinking, and how that affects our future. So let's take a step back and understand the way our brain works. Okay, for the sake of simplicity, I'm going to talk to you about our three different brains. Okay, there's so much more to this, but just to be able to introduce you the concept, we have three different brains. We're all really connected, but I'm going to talk to you about the three ones. The first part is our neocortex, which is the seat of our conscious mind. It's where we are aware of what we're thinking. It's where we actually receive information. It's where we create. It's where we imagine. It's where our neocortex is is situated and our consciousness is actually um, it's something that we are aware of. Okay, You're listening to me right now with your neocortex brain. You're consciously aware of your conscious thinking, okay? You know what I'm saying and you're aware of it, you're paying attention. That part of your brain is only 5%. 
Now, this 95% of your brain is called your subconscious mind. Now, in your subconscious mind, you have this brain called the limbic brain, which is your second brain, okay? And your limbic brain is really where you uh, release chemical reactions based on how um, you feel. So what happens is that your neocortex experiences, so let's just say somebody cuts you off in traffic, Okay, you experience that in your cortex, and then it sends a signal of emotion, which means you're frustrated. However, way you perceive that experience, let's just say in this uh, situation, it's negative. You're angry at this woman or man who cut you off in traffic. Now that feeling produces a chemical reaction in your limbic brain, which is your second brain. It's your emotional brain. Now that chemical reaction, if it is negative, produces a cortisol, which is your stress hormone. Okay. Now that cortisol stress hormone, okay, gets produced into your brain and you can actually keep thinking that same thoughts throughout your whole entire day, which means that you go to work, you talk about it because you're so annoyed about this person that, that cut you off. And then at night you talk about it at dinner and you're still really, you know, frustrated about it. And then the next day you, you talk about it. But what you're doing is that you're actually reliving the same experience because your brain doesn't distinguish between reality and not reality because your thought pattern alone can actually make you feel the same emotion. This is why when you just think about somebody that betrayed you or somebody that, you know, cut you off, you actually have a visceral reaction just by thinking about that situation alone. That's a really powerful thing to ponder because our thoughts give us a visceral reaction. So what that means is that our limbic brain, okay, which is a which is our the second brain, produces a chemical reaction that actually changes our biology. Okay, it changes our biochemistry, which means we're stressed, our body gets tight, we breathe harder, and we can now really experience the mind-body connection, okay? So let's just say that you were upset the first five days. And then the next 10 days, you keep thinking the same thoughts, thinking the same thoughts, and you are now acting in, let's just say you're in a bad mood because every time you think about this guy cutting off, you can't get it off your chest and you've created a pattern in your brain. A pattern of being frustrated every single time somebody cuts you off or every single time you feel that somebody mistreated you wrong. You get so familiar with these emotional reactions that they actually get hardwired into your subconscious mind, which is your third brain. And the 95%, which is your subconscious mind, okay, that's in your cerebellum. It gets hardwired into there. And all of a sudden, you're developing patterns of frustration. Okay. You think certain emotions and those emotions get recorded and the patterns of frustration becomes the natural. You don't even think about it. You just naturally get, you know, uh, um, naturally get frustrated. You are not consciously aware of it. You've subconsciously, which is why it's in your subconscious mind, automatically think about it in your brain. You don't even think about getting upset. You just automatically get upset. It frustrates you. Your body has already been conditioned to actually be upset every time somebody cuts you off in traffic, right? Because that's the experience you have. So if you understand this, that what happens is that your 
experience, your conscious experience, gets amplified in your limbic brain by the chemical reaction, gets hardwired into your cerebellum, okay, and then creating a pattern. And this pattern, once you keep repeating, it gets solidified and gets created into a hard wire, which means that you've developed a pattern of frustration. Now, think about this if you have an experience with an ex-boyfriend who betrayed you or a friend who was judging you or your mother who was critical of you. So what happens is that you experience it in your 5% of your brain. Let's just say somebody judged you. You experience it in 5% of your brain. And then from that judging, you are, um, you're feeling, uh, I would say, you're doubting your worth. Okay, so that feeling of doubt and shame produces a chemical reaction. And when you're constantly thinking about your friend judging you, your friend critical, you're constantly um, ruminating thoughts that actually is hardwiring your brain your subconscious mind, your cerebellum to put walls up. So now what's happening is that you're doubtful of any woman that comes into your life because here was your best friend and that isolated experience has now become a patterned experience just by brain pattern alone. Now, if you're not aware of this, then you could be limiting yourself from great friendships because your wall is up every single time you meet people and you can actually feel this so if a woman's been judged chances are they sort of um clam up and because that hurt um the wall that uh, you know that that pain and that hurt allows them to put a wall up to protect them which was needed at that point but it's not needed every single time of our life because when we put the walls up for the negative people in our life we also put the walls up for the positive people in our life so now we're not open and we wonder why we're lonely. So this is just an example of how powerful our brains are. And if we don't understand the patterns and the wirings of our brain, we could spend our whole entire life frustrated, upset, critical, and in a state of constant stress, lack, not good enough, not beautiful enough, because we're living certain emotions and they become hardwired into our brain. And even though we want a different life, we can't create it because we're constantly living in the past. Does that make sense? So what do we need to do? Well, we need, that's why we need to think about what we're thinking in order to create a different experience. So let's just say you're listening to me right now and you realize, you know what, January, I, I want to stop that pattern of my frustration or not feeling as though I'm good enough or the feeling of shame, guilt, whatever negative emotion you have, because it's causing this hormonal reaction and from your limbic brain and it's making you feel just overall depressed and you don't even really know why so you're listening to me with your neocortex brain right now you say Jane I want to change so the first first process of really being able to change your future is to really begin with changing your thoughts same thoughts create the same behavior, create the same choices, create the same experience, create the same of the same thoughts that produce the same experience. It's called lunacy. We cannot change our life and expect for a different kind of life if we are actually living in the same thought patterns of the past and negativity. And that's a really important skill as a woman because we all want to create something beautiful and meaningful with our life, but we might not realize that there's something that is holding us back in our past conditioning and patterns in our brain 
that's really limiting us from experiencing the abundance and the beauty of the world. We want a different life. We want a life of meaning and joy. We want to wake up every day excited and happy and creating something beautiful and meaningful. And even though we want it, we can't have it. And every day we're even more frustrated because we can't have it even though we want it. And we create the cycle of that's not realistic. That's never going to happen. What I'm telling you is that in order to be able to change it, we need to rewire the patterns of your thought. And that requires time. Okay. So the main thing we need to understand is that number one, we need to learn to start thinking of different thoughts which means that you need to pay attention to what you're thinking so you can actually wire new thoughts. Number two, in order to actually create new thought patterns, you actually have to introduce new material, new ideas, new concept into your brain so that you can expand your ability to create new thoughts thinking. This is why it's so important for us to read books and that are different, that are new, that are always exciting. This is called growth. So many of us have been conditioned to learn the same things over and over again, which serves its purpose for deepening, but it doesn't serve its purpose for growth. And there's really no true growth happening unless we are uncomfortable and unfamiliar with the material that we're learning, which requires you to read a personal development book, a skill book, a new way to create a new way to think. So you want to put new ideas into your thought process. This is why I think the greatest investment you can have in the 21st century is an Audible book. And you read, you start reading personal development books in that Audible, and it creates different patterns of thinking. Because by sheer repetition, you hear things over and over again. It allows you to create a new experience. It creates new thought patterns. It creates a different kind of experience, which then changes your life. And the hardest part of my job is to convince women to get Audible and to start reading different books. Yeah, 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 Junior, I'm suffering. I hate my life. I don't like it, but I don't want to do anything about it. Okay. So that's number two. Number one is to, you have to change our thought. Okay. Number two is that we need to grow. We need to introduce new thought. Okay. Pay attention to our thoughts. Number one, number two is that we need to grow and introduce new thought patterns. Number three is that we need to actually meditate and try to interject these new ideas into our head from our neocortex into the cerebellum. What do I mean? So Let's just say, January, I want to be able to create, um, you know, I want to start a business because I want to create something different with my life. I know that I can give so much more and I'm really excited about it. So what you do is that you pay attention to your thoughts and your thoughts is I can, I can, I can. You realize, you know, I'm going to replace, I can, I can. I want to replace things, but I can. You start reading great books. And then what you do is that you sit and meditate on your vision of the future. And what does that do? It replaces your constant rumination of the past. If you're defined by a crystallization of a vision of the future, you are not susceptible to constantly think of your lack and we don't have it all the things in the past. So now your body is, your mind is actually releasing a different type of hormone. And that hormone and chemical reaction gets released into your body and your body is a different experience. That different experience creates new thoughts, even greater thoughts, and those new thoughts create even greater experience that produces a different feeling of excitement and joy that then goes, gets hardwired into your subconscious conditioning. And now you're addicted to growth. And now your thought, you're becoming more aware that your thoughts, when controlled and conditioned, change your neuropathways to change your subconscious conditioning. Now you have a totally different experience. Now, what happens is that 
you now have a lot more raw material in your thought and in your brain to create something beautiful in your life. We have this thing called a reticular activator in our brain. It's so beautiful. God made it this way. Where what we focus on expands. So if you're looking for a white van, you're going to start looking at a white van. If you're looking for a Honda, you're going to start looking at all the Hondas. Because your brain can't filter everything that it sees and hears and touches because you're going you're gonna to explode. So it only filters the things that you're focusing. So now when you're focused on creating this specific crystallized future, and then you align it with thoughts of the future, then you create a different chemical reaction in your body that produces a different result. Now it's called evolution. You're now evolving to your higher self. Isn't that beautiful? And I know this is a lot of information for you, but I need you to understand how powerful your thought patterns are, okay? So my take-home point for you in this podcast is really for you to start paying attention for your thoughts. You think about what you're thinking, okay? Because in order to break the cycle, you need to actually introduce a new cycle, but you need to pay attention of what these patterns are that you've been thinking, I call it thought habits. You cannot escape a prison unless you know you're in one. That's Vernon's quote, Howard Vernon's quote, which I love because unless you understand that you are in a prison in your own mind, you really can't create a new mind. And in order to create a new life, you actually have to die to your old mind, die to your old self in order to give rise to the new one. Okay. I love that concept of constantly dying to yourself every single day to give rise to your new self every single day, which requires you to create a vision of a future, which means that you need to have the skill to do that. Visualizing, crystallizing, dreaming is a set of layered skill set that honestly, ladies, nobody right now is teaching in your schools. And if you're not seeking it, intentionally nobody's gonna hand it to you dreaming is a skill it's a beautiful skill paying attention is a skill observation is a massive skill now if you put that those three skills in a world that's so noisy that actually every uh, at, at every minute we are getting interrupted six to nine times and that's just sort of average and what we've been able to record can you imagine our focus here so you're walking into a room and all of a sudden you see this beautiful person and she's impacting your life or friend. You're like, you know, I wonder what it is about her. I want to start pondering what she has so that I can maybe emulate in my own mind. All of a sudden you get a friend comes out and you forget about that old opportunity to be able to focus on something so that that would have been the thing that helped you to create a more beautiful life. Okay, so we're constantly getting interrupted. So we really need to pay attention about how our thoughts are getting interrupted so that we can actually be very focused on the vision that we want to create for the future. Okay. I want you to pay attention to thoughts such as, are your thoughts more negative or positive? Are they kind or unkind, both to yourself and other people? Are they always thoughts of lack and scarcity or abundance? And the way you know this is that a lot of times when you ask yourself, well, you know, let's save up money so we can uh, maybe give money to a certain organization that we want. So a lot of times you hear other couples or your mental discussion and you say, you know what, I can't give to that person because I want to be able to save that money to buy a car. And here's my question for you. Why can't you think that you could do both? That you have so much coming into your life that you can both give money and save up for the car that you need to get to work, whatever it is that you need. 
We're always automatically thinking that either or and not both. That's a scarcity mentality. Okay. Another one is that are you rushed or calm? Are you rushed? Are you always constantly sort of going to the next thing and you never fully experience the present moment? Pay attention to those thoughts. The other one is are you constantly getting frustrated? Or do you feel compassion throughout your day? Frustrated with yourself? Or are you compassionate with yourself? Frustrated with other people? Or are you compassionate with other people? That's an important distinction. So start paying attention to this. Are you thinking of ideas? Or are you worried about not being able to come up with something today to create something? When you're in a state of worry, you cannot create something. It's sort of like when you are getting chased by a lion. You're not going to say, what can I create? Something beautiful for the world. It doesn't work. So you have to see if you're constantly worried and frustrated and thinking you're in a space of lack and worry and anxiety, you actually can't create something meaningful and beautiful. And the reality is that in order for us to contribute our light to the world, we need to be creating that light. We need to be cultivating who we need to become in order to create something beautiful for the world because achievement is not what we have, is not the accolades, it's who we become. And that's why it's so powerful for us, powerful for us to crystallize this dream so that we have a vision of the future. But then that vision of the future is what really fuels us to become more disciplined of our own growth. And that's a really important uh, skill and compounding skills to have is growth itself. Okay. So in this podcast, I want you to start paying attention to the thoughts that you have. Because as we begin to create a more bolder you, to create something more beautiful, more powerful with your life. I need you to start thinking of the powerful, beautiful, positive, wholesome, abundant, peaceful, calm thoughts that you are introducing into your thoughts, your 70 to 90,000 thoughts a day, so that you now have a different chemical reaction in your limbic brain that produces a different result. We want to change your pattern and habitual thinking from the old negative to the new you. We have to die to our old self in order to give rise to the new one. And it begins with how you think. Thank you, ladies, for listening. I know that I have mentioned a lot of things today. Please re-listen. Re-listen to this because it's powerful. And as you continue to journey with us in this podcast, I am going to drip this information and slowly introduce it to you so that you can actually internalize it. And remember, you can't get a six-pack by going to the gym once. What I'm giving you right now is a journey. This is not something that you're going to understand at one, two, three, four, five sitting. You actually have to walk and begin this journey. And if you have to make a decision and say, you know what? I want to create something beautiful with my life. And that means that I have to do something different with my thoughts. I have to think different and I have to become different. And so that is a worthy ideal and a worthy investment of your time and talent and energy. Okay, so this is what we're going to do in this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this podcast so that you can empower other women to give rise to their dream, beginning with their thoughts. This is January Donovan. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, ladies. I understand that time is our greatest commodity, so I honor you for spending time with me during this podcast. If this message resonated with you, please share it to your wall, to your Instagram, or wherever platform that you think you can empower other ladies out there to give rise to their message. Remember that you are here to create something powerful and something beautiful with your 
life. And it is your turn to give birth to your message for the world. This is January Donovan, your host. The world needs you to go all in.